Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a space where we embrace our marks acquired through our journey. My name is Elizabeth Savion and welcome to another episode of this podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this week's conversation. I am a little behind this week, to be honest, because last week I had a COVID again. And actually, I've been hearing a lot of people get it again, and it was a pretty rough week for me. Thank God I'm okay. Um, I was quarantined and laying low for (laughs) pretty much the whole week since I came back from North Carolina, and it was definitely like a curveball. I feel like this has been an interesting month of a lot of curveballs, and so... um, you know, I'm much better this week and then the holiday came and so we are here. So I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and just wanted to update you guys on that. So first off, I wanted to let you guys know about Saturday, June 25th from five to seven, I will be doing an in-person event to celebrate my two years of Beauty Marks podcast. So I would love to see you if you are in the Orlando area. Um, I will put all the details on social media and in the link in the bio, and it will be um, at downtown Credo. And it's just going to be a time of us hanging out, celebrating. Um, I will be doing a podcast recording as well and getting to meet some of you guys in a great way. Also, if you want to meet other women um, in this space that you know, really are all about self-care, um, growth, and just um, supporting other women and getting to know other women in their 20s, 30s. This is also a great opportunity to do that. So we'd we'll love for you to come June 25th from 5 to 7, and I will be posting more um, information in the next few weeks. So for this week's topic, I had asked a few weeks ago, about what would you like my thoughts on? And so I kind of got thoughts on like a variety of things. And so I'm going to break it up. I'm going to try to make this short, but it could go a little longer on today's episode, but I'll try to keep it short and sweet. And it was like a range of different things from like relationship questions to um, just like time management to like religion. So I'm going to break it up here. And the first one that I'm going to talk about is my thoughts on finding a rhythm with multiple things going on at the same time. And I feel like a lot of us can relate to this because I feel like when do we not have multiple things at the same time? I feel like when you're in your teens, like you think you're so busy, but no, like I feel like life just gets busier. Like I don't think that it gets less busy. Like I feel like as you continue to add more things and life changes, life is really about adjusting to life changing. That's really what it is because it's never going to be a good time. I, I know that people say that a lot. It's like, oh, it's just like a really, really busy time. And it's just like, I just have a lot going on. And so sometimes they feel like if they had less, then they'll be able to do more, you know? with the time, but sometimes it's like life is like that for a long time, you know? And so what do you do? So for me, my advice on that is knowing that you can't do it all and knowing what 
time in your life you're in. And if you have multiple things that you have to do, it's really doing the priorities, like finding what works for you and not what you think you should be doing or how you feel you should be managing things. Like, no, it's like, what's the rhythm that works for me right now with the things that I have going on? So I feel like finding your priorities and making them writing down like what's most important or figuring out what's most important in this season. So sometimes you're like in survival mode and that looks like doing two things and that's it. Like literally just taking care of yourself, taking care of your house. Sometimes our duties, I feel like have deadlines. So then it's like prioritizing it by deadline. So if it's like specific things that you have to get done that way, but sometimes in those times when you feel like you have so much going on, I think that I feel like I put an expectation on myself of like all the things that I should be doing. And so I write like list of 15 things that I need to do in a day. And then it's overwhelming because you're like, can I really like you end up disappointing yourself because you only get two of the things done. So it's like being realistic um, about what is important in that time and finding a rhythm that works for you. Always going back to being kind to yourself and having grace in those times that literally you're like on automatic. The next question was about procrastination. And I feel like it has, it kind of goes in hand with finding the rhythm because I figured this out um, I would say like last year about like perfectionist, a perfectionist downfall is procrastination because sometimes there's a deeper root of like you feeling like it's not good enough or like you don't want to put it out in the world because then people are going to judge you or um, you wait to last minute because like you don't think it's like perfect. For me, it has come up to be like, okay, what can I do? for myself today that I will be proud of myself that I did it. So for example, if I first is like making your list of like three important things that you want to get done today, realistically, and like how much time that's going to be and actually doing the three things or actually doing the one major thing on your list. And I feel like that helps you be proud of yourself and gain like the confidence that you're like, okay, like, let me do this. Like I can do this. Like you start feeling more confident in keeping your word to yourself that you're going to do something and actually doing it. Sometimes procrastination is also like our environments. We we just literally cannot focus in certain environments, distractions, like our phones and things like that, that sometimes you have to put limits to, um, or change the place that you work. Um, you know, I have worked in coffee shops and I feel like that's very beneficial to me. Sometimes like being at my house in my room is not the best place for me to like get work done. And so changing the environment helps me to actually get the work done and focus. The other questions or the thoughts on were more about relationships. So my thoughts on love bombing in relationships, as you guys know, I have talked about love bombing in other episodes. I've had experts and psychologists and all of that. And so love bombing is pretty much a facade that someone puts on in the beginning that it's like, it's really fast. It's like overwhelming love, attention, um, communication to kind of draw you in for you to feel like, like if you're in the clouds and just like on a high 
with like love, like, oh my God, this person is like perfect for me. Like they can say that they love you, that you're the one for them really early on when they just meet you. Um, and it's kind of like a fantasy of, of what's not true. So it's like that kind of overshadows the relationship because you kind of fall in love with the, this idea versus who they really are. So it's like the feel good. Um, and I would say that especially coming from a toxic relationship, you have to watch out for that because sometimes when you've been in a toxic relationship before, you haven't felt those good feelings in such a long time that when someone gives you so much attention that like buys you all these gifts and makes these plans, like you get on like this high from these, this person that you don't know that makes you feel so good. And it, it does feel good to, to receive attention, you know, but you have to be careful because you can slip in another toxic relationship because you don't know them. So I feel like slow and steady. And that is the best way to really see someone's character and give it time, you know? So like set those boundaries, you know, if someone wants to see you all the time and like, if someone's like just obsessed, like you feel like it's like an obsession, I think that that's where you have to be careful and like really think like, wait, like, are they just trying to like pamper me in this way, but that's not who they are. Like they're just trying to sell me this idea. So, and always making sure that actions and words align. So I feel like that is just something to think about. I actually want to do an episode, um, later this year about dating after long-term or a toxic relationship, because I feel like, it's definitely all these things play out more in relationship. Like you really, like you can work on yourself and you can heal on some stuff and, you know, kind of like embrace the good and the ugly and, and the things within yourself and come to peace with some things. But the real test is when you're in a relationship with someone else. And when you're like exposed to these things and other people and other experiences, it like brings stuff up. Another question about um, relationships was about abandonment issues and, um, anxious attachment. So I have talked about this before on the podcast and I am not like a relationship or, you know, therapist, but I think abandonment issues usually comes from childhood and the attachment that you had with your parents or your caregiver. And that can lead to having anxious attachment style. So like an anxious attachment in relationships where you feel like you're really scared to be left because you have like an abandonment wound. So you like attach out of fear of someone leaving you. And so usually that is a lack of boundaries and just a a lack of safety that you feel within yourself because at least for me, when I have experienced, when I experienced that, it's more because I really wanted the person that I was with to create the safety for me because I felt like, because everyone had left me in the past. Like I, um, felt like I needed to find love in someone else to give it to me. Cause I didn't know how to give it to myself and, um, care for myself. And, Um, then allowed other people to treat me in unhealthy ways because of the belief that I had about myself, you know, and was willing to like tolerate anything just 
because I didn't want to lose a person. So I feel like working on those things in therapy is very helpful, but knowing that that can be triggered when you are in relationship with other people and relationships reveal that. And that means that when you are dating in relationships, even though you've worked on some stuff, it can still come up, but now you have some tools and now you're like self-aware to be like, okay, so like I reacted this way because my abandonment wound was triggered, you know, and this is not to say that you excuse everything because, you know, your anxious attachment. And, and I think we had to be careful with like just labeling, labeling ourselves as this is just how I am. It's like, no, like this is something that I'm working on and I'm self-aware of it. And this is my responsibility to take care of it. However, there are some people that trigger us into those spirals. So I saw this post, um, a while ago that said, are you anxious attached or is it that you were with someone that didn't give you clarity that was hot and cold that talked to you one day, didn't talk to you the next that didn't give you compliments. That was not, um, emotionally available. That was not present in the relationship that didn't put in detail that didn't show that they care that didn't affirm you that didn't like is it just because a normal human would probably feel very confused if they were in a relationship with someone that was like that which is probably emotionally unavailable or that they would draw or they don't know how to have connection probably so sometimes it's not just our attachment style it's who we're with in relationship and how they handle conflict and how they are in relationships when things get like close, you know, like when you start building intimacy with someone that can trigger you versus being with someone that maybe affirms you. And when you guys get in an argument, they let you know, like, Hey, like, I know we're in an argument, but like, I still care about you. I love you. We're going to work this out together. Or like, Hey, like, we needed some time to cool off, but I'm going to call you later tonight. And they actually call you later tonight and you guys actually end up working through it or someone that's in tune with their emotions, you know, like, so at the end of the day, also think about that, like how that plays into the anxious abandonment things. And I think that we can all become better and and be healed from those things even though you might have abandonment issues from your past, I think that that can be something that you can overcome and you can work through that it's part of your story, but that's not your whole identity. It's like, oh, well, I was abandoned. So like, this is, you know what I mean? And you don't use that. You're able to understand and acknowledge where it comes from, but you're also learning new ways to be and healthy patterns to have now that you know the information. I hope that these thoughts helped you in some way. If you asked these, um, if you wrote them on social media, these are the ones that I chose for today. And we'll be doing more questions like this or like an advice one as well on different topics. So if you have something that you would like me to talk about or advice on something that you may be experiencing or going through. I'm not a professional, but um, can give you insight on my thoughts on these things based on what I have shared. 
And at the end of the day, I really want you to feel comfortable, confident, and have a healed girl summer. That's what I hope for you, that I hope that you are able to feel joy from the inside out. You know, I know the life can be hard and um, I've had some hard seasons and I know that sometimes it's not all great, you know, but I hope in this space, you know, that you're not alone and that we all go through different things, but you've heard week in and week out that people have overcome things and I know that you will too. So I appreciate you tuning in and make sure to save on your calendar Saturday, June 25th from five to seven. Would love to see you there and I will see you guys next week. Make sure to follow me at Elizabeth Sabi for more and I hope you guys have a great week.